Hello and good morning. Good morning. Episode... 101. <laughs> We're back. We are back. So if you're somebody who listens to our podcast historically daily, you'll know that we've taken... How long have we taken off? Probably about, about 10 days, something You like reckon? That. Yeah. So this is season two. This is season two. It's just going to run, by the way, on the podcast thing. But in my <laughs> mind, it's going to be season two. No, it's two. season two on the website. Oh, really? It is. Oh, okay. So um, in case you're wondering, okay... Linke, you said that you would do this daily. The reason why we needed to take a few days off is because things are starting to move a little bit for us, right? So Mm -hmm. if you've listened to any of our previous podcast episodes, you'll know that um, one of the constants that we talk about is just stepping up, doing the work, having a bit of faith, and that we found it a bit unusual to be relying so heavily on faith Mm -hmm. in our business as opposed to... Just like, oh, if we do this, that's the result, right? And that's because, in case anyone's listening to this in the future, um, we started the podcast in November 2020. Um, which... We're now in towards the end of March of 2021. Yeah, so um, so November 2020, our, our main business had been almost destroyed by COVID. Uh, we kind of were hanging on by our fingernails and we'd started a new business. In um, May, June of last year. Yeah, which was a software product. Um, but obviously that was starting a new business in, in a pandemic. So neither of which were easy. Um, and that was one of the reasons for starting the podcast in the first place was so that people could see our journey and our, well, we our very wanted, real journey. Yeah, and we wanted to track that journey ourselves. Exactly, yeah. Right? So um, just so that we had like a reference point because yeah. we thought it was quite an interesting time for us personally to be able to reference mm-hmm. um, and to help others as well going through similar um, challenges exactly so um, before we get into the actual episode I just wanted to I know it's a bigger intro than normal but it is episode 101 so we can't <laughs> do that um, but the um, to give you some background our folks with hire company that we franchised and everything else that was basically on hold through 2020 um, is now starting to run at full pace and we've been involved in quoting for some really interesting big events things like the BAFTAs and all that kind of stuff haven't we which has been quite exciting Um, and the franchisees are getting more bookings now and everything else because the UK apparently is starting to open up and we're opening the doors for franchises again yeah we're starting to look at uh, the franchise recruitment for that business so that's something that we have been waiting to do for the last 12 months that we've not been allowed to do thanks to Covid and also our say it business, if you listen to the other episodes or you know anything about us, you know that we kind of built this, invested into that software company from scratch out of an idea of ours. And it's been a really hard slog and now we've got investors um, who are really excited about the whole business and have brought some fantastic ideas about the direction of the business. So we basically got to episode 100 and all of this was happening at yeah. the same time. And we were like, whoa, we just need to just pause for a second. And we were exhausted as well, weren't we? We needed just one one of the three things to just stop for a Stop bit. for a second. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't stop smiling. We couldn't stop, yeah, to say it business. So, uh, yeah, the podcast had to stop for the last, yeah, probably is about 10 days. Yeah. So, um, so we're back and everything's back to normal again. Um, but th- as I say, things are moving. And the message before we start this episode, I want to give to any of you out there who are in business or thinking of starting out in business, please, please, please just keep showing up. Just keep doing the work. And there's it can go for a really long time where it feels like a really thankless task. And, and everyone's looking at you going, why are you doing this? What's the point? Um, but in the end... The needle does start to move, mm-hmm. and that's what we've. That's our message throughout this whole podcast: is 
if you just keep showing up, eventually the needle will begin to move. And, and that's what we're personally starting to see. It's taken a long time to get us to this point and a lot of hours of work um, to get well, us to this point. Well, it is a year anniversary, isn't it? Like a couple of days out from a year anniversary. When everything started um, to get shut down. When, when the, yeah, when, when the UK locked down. I mean, France locked down before that. Yeah. France, I think, was the 13th of March and the UK was the 21st of March. And what yeah. are we now, the 25th, 6th, something like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's a year since all the craziness began. And we never stopped working. No. Like, even when there was no work to be done, we were, like, finding, like, okay, there's a way we can go this direction or that yeah. direction. And uh, we actually I think it was had... trying fun. to work was more of a... <laughs> well, we were trying to find... We were trying to find solutions constantly. Yeah. That's... that's uh, And doing the work to see if that solution would work. And um, we even had family members saying to us, look, you're in lockdown. Everyone's in lockdown. This is one opportunity you've got to just stop. And our philosophy was, well, no, this is the one time where we really have to grind Yeah, through. well, it's, it's, there's a luxury to stop if, I mean, some of those family members saying that, you know, they've, they've got retirement payments coming regularly that yeah. weren't affected or they've got, um, you know, their employees and they were being paid to stay at home or whatever yeah. it was. And it's like, well, we didn't have any of those luxuries. So you, you can't, we could have just stopped, but yeah. Things would have been, I mean, they've been tough anyway, but they would have been even tougher. <laughs> yeah, agreed. So if you've not been a massive fan of our podcast in the past and you're just joining on episode 101 and you don't want to go back all the way through our previous episodes, that's kind of our backstory. So, <laughs> there we go. So there's a super long intro. So apologies to anybody that's been following us on a daily basis in the past. So like, oh, Jesus Christ, just get on with the episode. But that's where we've been and that's where we're at. So. Episode 101, though, it's just, I've just had an idea that I, I should have thought of before because this content's different. But do you remember the programme, Room 101? Oh, uh, yeah, we had to that throw stuff in fun, a bin. Wouldn't it? Yeah, what, what could we put from in Room 101? Or that was a very what? English TV show, wasn't it? Like Channel 4 or something. It yeah, was about... it was um, the, uh, the guy from Have I Got News For You, I've forgotten his name, Paul, Paul Merton. Yeah, name? maybe. And yeah. they had to throw stuff in a bin that they didn't like. In a room, room 101. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you could put anything in a room that you know, you'd never want to see again, what would you put in a Do you know what? I never actually watched one episode. Oh, there. I did. I quite liked it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. So it would have failed anyway, so if you haven't seen the episode, you couldn't, you, you couldn't really done it. <laughs> no, exactly. So, okay, what are we talking about today? So today... Um, and this has come about because in amongst all the doom and gloom that we've had over the last 12 months and the difficulties, we actually won an award. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Randomly as well. Like, um, somebody nominated us. Yeah, somebody nominated us. Um, us and our Cypriot franchisees. So two. This is for our Smiley Booth, Photo yeah. Booth company. So two, two um, kind of awards within the brand. Um, we, uh, we were the most innovative, we won the most innovative, um, photo entertainment. Hang on, this isn't going to be a whole episode again, aren't we great? No, no, no. Okay, because um, somebody listening to this is probably going, oh God, is this going to be like an hour of us saying about how no, don't be silly. And, um, I can't remember what the title of the separate one was, but, um, I'll have to remember that and put it in the notes. But, um, but yeah, so, so we won an award and, um, and now we have to kind of like um, just kind of accept it and go through the, the different things so that we can put the badges online, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But it made me think about awards in general because we used to enter quite a few awards, didn't we, back it in the day? It used to be a regular part of our PR stroke marketing yeah. 
then. And then we kind of stopped for a bit. Um, and I, th- I think we get distracted. I think. Yeah, and it, it just made me think about you know are awards worth it for people? You know, is it a good marketing strategy? And I thought that was something that we could investigate today. And the other reason being was because. Um, I've been hosting a regular weekly room on Clubhouse for right. um, SBS winners. And mm-hmm. SBS is uh, Theo Pathetra's Small Business Sunday, um, which is a Twitter award whereby you tweet him on a Sunday evening, 7pm uh, I think, and I think you have to be a UK business, possibly. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you do actually. Um, and you just tweet him what you do. And uh, he picks six each week of his favourites and he retweets that. But because he's got such a big following, that obviously immediately uplifts your own Twitter. Um, but you get uh, part of this group, basically. Yeah, You're, um, like-minded business Yeah, owners. so there's yeah. like 1,500 in the group on Facebook. Um, and then we've kind of spilled over into uh, Clubhouse Weekly where we have this chat. Yeah. And um, But there's all sorts of, sorts of like sponsorships and discounts by other kind of people that are part of the SBS. And, and there's a yearly event, or there wasn't last year again because of COVID. But it's just a nice group. It's a very supportive um, business group. Right, and it's all free. Yeah. So there's like a lot of business type groups tend to charge you for one thing or another. Whereas that's, yeah, it's completely free. And those, if anybody's wondering who Theo Pafitas is who aren't UK based or didn't necessarily follow the whole Dragon's Den show. There was a Dragon's Den TV show in the UK, which is like Shark Tank in the US. Exactly, and um, he was one of the one of the guys that would be the investors. He's not in it anymore. I don't yeah, think. he's just gone back into it. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, and um, when he did SBS, uh, when he created SBS, we were one of the first that got involved in that. We were one of the first, I think it was back in like. 2012 yeah maybe yeah people so, have asked me in the in the chat and i i, I keep i think it's 12 yeah yeah it's a long time ago we, we were um, one of the first when it first but then it literally was he would be sat in his kitchen on a sunday night and he would be getting these messages from people like us going well we do this as a business and then he would cho- and he chose our business on the, on this one occasion and the, the, like the impact of his um, him getting involved and retweeting us and everything else was pretty significant to our little business. Because, Do you remember at the time? Do you yeah, it went nuts. Because we were, we were at an event at the time, so we'd mm. kind of sent out this tweet, not thought anything really of it, and carried on with running this event. Well, it was it when was, the characters were shorter as well on Twitter yeah, as well, so you had it? to, um, yeah, it 140 really kind of, characters yeah. or whatever it was. And so we were running an event because it was really early days when you and I were frontline and going out and doing the events. And I just remember our phones like ding, 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 yeah, ding. Yeah. Like, what on earth's going on? And it was obviously all these people liking and following and tweeting us, and the well, activity Twitter, just went crazy. Yeah, our Twitter account grew by thousands. Yeah, yeah. Like, in, in, within a week or two, yeah. it just went nuts. So um, it was a really positive experience, but you can ride off awards and recognition for years and years mm-hmm. and years. It's, um, we, they, people think that, oh, it's got to be tied to that particular date, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, that suits the award givers because obviously it almost becomes like an annual subscription, right? Yeah. They're like, okay, you've got to be part of our... Are you going to be part of the 2022 awards? Now yeah. you've got the 2021 award. Um, but fundamentally, if you only want to enter it once, you can still say you're that award winner for that year. You can say you won the award. Yeah. And, um, and we've just certainly had that experience where we've gone for certain awards and then we've just said, OK, we like the experience, but we wouldn't necessarily do it again. Mm-hmm. And we've just but we've had the recognition on the website and mm-hmm. it's been part of our marketing materials and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to discuss it. And I think. 
I think that's one of the reasons we stopped doing awards, not just because we were busy, um, but I think there's this came about this kind of pay to play aspect to awards, which yeah. kind of undermined the integrity, and and you and I kind of stepped away from it a bit. But but when you you just need to be it, it needs to be part of your marketing strategy. You can't just go oh yeah that that yeah I'll do that and just kind of click on something and hope for the best. It needs to be part of a bigger marketing strategy. I well, think. you have to be. Um, I think yeah. I think we became a little bit cynical over awards generally, because um, because we started to see oh this is like oh this is a business. It's a, well as I say the pay to play ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well and. But the pay to play absolutely dominate the 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 play, the marketplace. Mm. They, they there are there are some more kind of general uh, ones that stand independently who have independent like who definitely want to just recognise certain industry mm-hmm. people. But a vast vast majority of them are are pay to play, or there's some cynical marketing aspect to why they're trying to get you involved. So we've. And we've definitely seen that where we've been nominated or been asked to be part of awards, and we know it's because the people behind the awards want us to buy into something else, some other offshoot of what they do. Mm. So, so you, they, but and we got a little bit like, oh, it's not as like that particular awards, not as prestigious or as as whatever as as we thought. Or genuine, um, I think, more than anything. Yeah, that's uh, genuine's a better mm. word for it, actually. Genuine, like because you think, oh, I'm being recognised because yeah. we do X, and then you're like, oh no, I'm being recognised because we've got it, the biggest chunk of change in our wallet, and yeah. we add the, the most amount of value yeah, to like, that thing. Things are like you know, oh, um, we think you should enter our awards, blah 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 blah. To enter our awards, you have to have an advert in our magazine or something yeah. like that, or um, you know. Or you know, buy our. If you should publicise this award and to publicise it, you have to buy for this digital to get the digital badge, and then you have to buy the trophy. Then you've got to buy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like oh, there's a whole section of money tied yeah. into. I mean that one's not so bad. What you said because that's that's after you've won the award. If you see what I mean, there's okay. still a genuineness in winning the award it's like you have to pay when when events come back um and, and previously you know you obviously had to pay for your ticket at the table and right. um you know you're normally talking like 50 60 70 quid ahead and if you're yeah. paying for your team that's quite expensive but again it's it's once it's it, they've got to earn money they are they can't do it all for free I, no. so i kind of understand that it's more of the you know paying hundreds of pounds just to enter the thing in the first place is is yeah. the ones that i feel like genuine and the worst ones and these are the ones that are to definitely definitely avoid in my opinion is the voting ones unless you've got like a massive family and loads and loads of friends that you know are going to vote for you it's a popularity contest it's not it's, it's not, not based on the work that you yeah do. it's not judging it's not it's judging the integrity of what you do and what you've achieved it's just who can get the most amount of people pressing that vote button well yeah and if you're and if you're a business has who's got great systems and has a big reach. So, for example, Smiley Be Photo Be Hire has franchisees around the country, in the UK and in Europe. And so, it, so like, Smiley Be Photo Be Hire does an amazing job at photo be hires, right? And, and corporate events and all this kind of stuff. But there might be somebody out there that does 
does that type of experience in a really unique, exceptional way that should absolutely be recognised. Mm. But because they don't necessarily have the systems in place to be able to garner that much yeah, like exactly. thumbs up, whereas we could turn around and say, right, okay, franchise network, send this all out to your to all your past customers and get them involved by clicking this button on this on this email and it'll go to this and it'll do that. And it just feels really icky to me doing it, that. Well, exactly, but Oof. we would get we would win that. Yeah. But that voting thing over the guy that's probably doing something really exceptional, yeah. um, that's really unusual, that probably deserves recognition, just yeah. because they're so focused on that service delivery aspect, doing it very unusually, and they get they get overlooked. So, but I, they're the. Those kind of independent judging, researching, like, well, what's going on in the industry right now and, and all that kind of stuff is a tiny minority of the awards that are given no. out, I think. No, it's about 50-50, I think. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. It's not as bad. You're just cynical. <laughs> yeah, maybe I am. But I think before, like, we've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole on, okay, well, these these type of awards and these these type of business structures and why we don't do it and why we should do it and all this kind of stuff. But... Coming back, I think we should talk about well, why is it a value to the business owner and the business itself? Yeah, like absolutely. What, and how and how can you use awards? Yeah, well, I, I was going to kind of cover what to avoid at the end, but we've kind of done that first because you because Mister Cynical brought it up. Well, but. I think I think just I think what you should do is is just drop your ego at the door when it comes to awards, like and look at awards as part of your responsibilities around public relations like PR stuff for your business like as a business owner you've got to have you've got to wear lots of different hats obviously but one of your responsibilities is obviously to preserve capital in the business and make sales and look after your team and your customers and all all that stuff but one of the other aspects is to continually be raising the profile of your business and awards tie into that really nicely because you can get a lot of PR and most people aren't involved in actively pursuing awards mm-hmm. right they're not they they don't understand that, oh that's a business in itself there's a process around that yeah same process if you want to increase your audience on instagram or if you want to whatever or you want to build a list using emails award activities is the same and we know of some businesses uh, they're really good at like every month they're just part of the loop like the awards yeah. they're winning awards constantly yeah it was as i say it should be part of your marketing strategy yeah so so okay let's go back to the beginning so why would you want to can to, you tell we've had 10 days off <laughs> why would you want to uh, to run an, uh, to enter an award so just to be able to say you know you are an award-winning business elevates your 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 trust your social proof yeah. um your credibility um especially if it's very industry specific as well mm-hmm. um so so that's that's one thing um your if one when events return and you're physically going to these awards although there's a there's an element of it on kind of virtual awards as well you're networking you know you're you're networking with your the the industry best really yeah. um there's lots of kind of business opportunities that come out of it um we've had that several times where we've we've you know met people at awards and and that's kind of become a a very long relationship where we've passed business back and forth etc yeah. um then there's the PR as you say um you know it. It's Isn't it how we met um, the Belton hire guys um, through awards? No, that was a wedding show, I think. Oh, of course it was a wedding show. No, Hayley, uh, Cake Design is how we, who uh, we met okay. through awards, who I yeah. keep trying to get on this show, but she's been ridiculously busy because she's been writing a book. Um, 
I digress. Um, yeah, exposure. Um, you know, it, it's difficult to get PR. We've done we've done a, an episode on PR. Um, if you've got nothing to shout about, and yeah. having an award um, does that for you. And normally, awards are kind of covered by the press anyway. Um, so you've kind of got that automatic like tick. <laughs> yeah, well, you're tapping into the award company's PR yes. machine, right? So we've won awards um, over the years that have been tied to local press. Yeah. And like, we've, we've treated the award process the same as we treat every award, like application and everything else. It's just because it's been tied to that particular press, the exposure has been way more significant yeah. isn't it yeah exactly. so the work isn't any greater for you the, the difference is the choice of award yeah and even yeah. just being uh, nominated or or being a, a runner-up mm. in these uh can it, depending on how high how oh, i can't say it, how high profile that's yeah. quite difficult to say um how high profile the award is you know you'll get kind of swept up by that anyway yeah. um when i did the um women in business awards in dorset which is originally called the Langtree Awards wasn't it originally, and then it Langtree changed. Manor, was yeah, it? and then it changed to the Venus Awards, which are now nationwide. Um, but yeah, there was press events for every stage yeah. for the for the nominations, for the um, uh, semi finalists, for the finalists, and then obviously the the main winners. Well, so, they were they they the lifeblood of an award is um, PR, yeah. isn't it? It's noise. Yeah. So if nobody recognises that it's an award worth lo- looking at, then yes. nobody enters, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so course, yeah. for you as a business owner, entering those, like any award, um, is great just for exposure. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, very much so. So, so there are all the, the reasons to, to enter. Um, but... Be, I would say to be cautious about the type of award. So we've talked about their kind of pay, pay to play and the voting, um, which in my opinion are, are never great um, awards to enter. But also be... So hang on, describe the voting stuff. Because so... So, so again, for, if you take the Venus Awards, for example, um, I was entered into two categories in there. And one was um, uh, Business Mother of the Year and yeah. one was Female Entrepreneur of the Year. Right. And the difference in their kind of professionalism um even though it was the same awards brand yeah. it was huge so for the for the business mother i had to just submit a video and then this video was put on a website for votes yeah and, and of course would... everyone's just getting their friends and family to just yeah. go and vote as many times and and i hate that i find it so icky that yeah. i'm not going to be ringing around all my friends and family going please vote for me i just well and it, it was and it it was a bit because everybody all the entrants knew that it, it was the getting the award was dependent upon people voting on their video. The videos themselves were all very pleading. It was like, yes. I mean oh, a lot to me. me. Yeah, please yeah, yeah. vote and all this kind of stuff. And it was just yeah. like, oh God, it's like the worst kind of. Yeah. And yeah. I, like entering it, I didn't know that's how it was going to be. But the Entrepreneur of the Year, which I, I became a semi finalist in, was completely different. I had to go to um, the offices of the judges and be interviewed by them mm. um, about, you know, my business journey and all, all sorts of things. And it just felt a lot more real and professional and I was being judged on the merits of who I am. Well, and it became a networking piece as well yeah. because those judges were established, successful business owners yeah. who had been asked to judge because of their profile and business profile and personal profile. And it, you wouldn't necessarily got access to those individuals no. without going through the awards process. Exactly. And some of those individuals that you were, that were judges were reaching out to you after the awards yeah. just because they were really interested in who you were and what your journey was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So if you if you're if you've got like a massive family and friend network and you're you're not bothered about asking for votes, then by all means be, be my guest. But it's it's not my cup of tea. The the vote thing. Um, I, I find the the other route is much much more professional. Well, and just for context, Kate is an only child. Her mum's an only child, and her dad's an only child. So <laughs> there might be like when you say if you've got a massive family, it's like you've got three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got you well, your bit as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It just it just doesn't sit with me. I'm I've I've it's not just votes. I've always been like with it. I don't like asking people for charity money if I've done an event. Or I just yeah. uh, it, that that's me personally. That's probably my own hang up. But anyway, so that's there's that, and then the pay to play is just the you know en- pay however much to enter, um, and then yeah, then it gets voted or or judged uh, or um, you know you have to be an advertiser in this for us to enter you into the awards. Some of them are automatic, aren't they? If you advertise in our magazine, we'll automatically enter you into our awards and things like that. And they again, they just don't feel that. I know they are genuine, but they're just I don't know. It's not awards for awards' sake. There's feels like there's an extra. I think there's um, certainly. I, I mean, I can only talk about. That where I've seen the pay-to-play model driven quite heavily was the um, uh, in the wedding industry. Uh, I was going to say there's and a wedding one. I can't think what yeah, it's called. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called either. It's, it's probably a good thing that we don't. But um, I remember that they would literally... they The reason why we had an issue with the pay-to-play thing was because the more people they had enter, um, the more money they made. Because obviously everyone was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be part of that. I'm going to be... I want to be... And it was... It wasn't about okay well, anybody being selected based on their per region as well, didn't you? I think yeah, it yeah. just got all a bit silly because there was there was there was no sense of it. It just felt like people were being drawn out of a hat mm. because there was they were so indiscriminate on their choices of so for example, if I look at Smiley Booth for example, Photo Booth Hire, right? So they would they would literally be using the same pitch on uh, same sales pitch. On us uh, as everybody else in our in our area, mm. to they'd be like, we love what you do and everything else. Pay us X amount of money, and yeah. you, because we think you'd be a winner for our award. It was that kind of context salesy stuff, and then and then and then you'd see in all the kind of photo booth supplier groups, so they, they all got a bit cynical, and they yeah. would be like, who else has had this? Oh, you'll probably win yeah. kind of sales letter from these from this award thing, and um, and it all got a little bit snake oil mm. just a bit nonsense didn't it and that's why we were both kind of oh it's it's just a money-making scheme the award the undermined the reason for the exactly. award yeah um and and so we opted out of yeah. getting involved in that kind of thing it's but it's it's difficult because just because you have to pay to be participate doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's a scammy or nonsense award either because as you said earlier that they have to make money or they, they at least they, have to yeah, cover their costs. There are so costs sometimes involved. there is an entry yes. cost to get involved. But involved. normally it's minimal and I think if you've been nominated it's different. Yeah. Because that's that's more genuine that somebody has nominated you. You can normally trace back who you get told who has nominated you. Yeah, but then that's out of your so if you're doing that as part if if awards are gonna be part of your which by the way, they're gonna be now for Smiley Booth because <laughs> we we've um, been out of out of thinking about awards for ages, but we're definitely going to be part of it again now. Um, 
that's out of your control waiting for somebody to nominate you mm. they you should definitely there are there are companies that will source awards oh yeah yeah i was going to go into that so yeah. um so awards-list.co.uk um will list all the awards in the uk um i'm sure there's equivalents in in other countries for those of you not listening from the uk um and and you and there's hundreds of them if not thousands that you can just go through um so it differs per business model so if you're a regional business then absolutely you should be entering a regional award because mm. you are the best in that region and it's and it's very applicable you will get in the local press you'll be known amongst local businesses you'll be networking with other local businesses um you know it's very 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 applicable but if you're for example i don't know a, a a public company or a national company, a, a local award is pretty much useless to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've got to be strategic with the with the types of awards that you're going for. Um, others are things like industry specific awards. If you've got um a specific product or area of your business that you want to highlight, um, something that you're really good at that maybe people don't know that you're particularly good at, that's a really good way of raising the profile of like that aspect of your business. Well, yeah, I mean, a good example of that is um, when you see you see large companies go, getting awards for best place to work. Yeah. Right? And you might think, well, what, why, why would that company be interested in trying to get that award? What's the relevance to that? Well, the reason why it's important to that company is because all their processes are really predictable, right? They know their marketing systems, their sales processes, all of that. They know the more money they put in the top end, the, the more money they get out of the bottom. They've refined it, they've scaled it, they've got all the management teams, it works, right? The one thing that is always going to cause them a problem outside of that system is the retention of people, mm. like, and good people within their teams. So, because people's like, that's the one unknown. People's lives change all the time. Well, so they're attracting the best people as well. Exactly. So they know that, oh, it's like recruitment costs in our company are are significant i mean a good example like large corporations can spend like sometimes in 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 five figures or more on recruiting one member of staff Mm -hmm. right through recruitment agencies and so on so if they can raise their profile in that particular niche of look we're a great place to work and and people come to them naturally because they're because they think they're a great place to work that reduces their recruitment costs which is a fundamental core part of their systems and processes so that you can do that you can do the same thing we're about to be joined by a cat um (laughs) you can do the same thing in terms of okay are there certain aspects of your business that okay they don't necessarily pertain directly to in say smiley view photo view hire so to weddings for example it might be like oh well we don't want an award for that we want to go into the corporate market so maybe a good award to have would be to celebrate the fact that we do an amazing activations like unique oh, for example, photo-led well, activations. Well, we've got franchise awards, for example, haven't we? Oh, yeah, for franchising. Yeah. yeah, franchising. So we got, yeah, we've won awards for... Franchise been marketing. Franchise marketing in so franchise marketing support. So mm-hmm. giving franchisees and marketing materials and the support and coaching and all that kind of stuff. So because we want to attract more franchise candidates... Yeah. And have a better pick. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they don't always have to be directly to your service delivery side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anything that you want to kind of elevate is a, is a really good way of doing it. Um, and also, um, 
if you're like a, a multi-level marketer or you are a franchise owner or something where you're within a network, you know, is that a good idea to go for awards within your network? Absolutely. They, they normally have their own kind of industry awards. Um, and, you know, that, that puts you as a front runner, but also um, which attracts people to your your area and your your downline if you're if you're a um, multi-level marketer oh that was a random bang from our fireplace <laughs> that was our fireplace that was a bit scary i have no idea why i did that no i don't know either <laughs> if you hear screaming in a minute <laughs> um and um and the, the perks of that as well uh, on the site can be huge we we had a friend who was a slimming is a slimming world consultant and she she got the top in the country or something yeah. and got all paid trip to Monaco and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, and they're the, definitely worth entering within that realm as well. Well, also then she then published that to her local network, exactly, yeah. and then everyone's like, "Oh wow! If I'm going to choose anybody, I'm going to choose you yeah. because it's there." Like in terms of the hierarchy of um, like trying to get your message out there, like the lowest form of the messaging, if you like, is. You saying how good you are, yeah. Like in your emails or on a poster or anything like that. That's the least engaging side. The next level up from that is a written written testimonial that someone's given you, and then and then I would say the next level up is is combined awards or video mm-hmm. testimonials. Like mm-hmm. they're, I would say they're of equal impact. Mm-hmm. Like if you can get video user generated content video of people saying how much they love your service or an award that says how great your service delivery is, then you're, yeah, you're on a, a huge winner. It's like yeah. levels above. Like, oh, I've done this poster saying how great we are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, another couple of words of caution. If you're, if you're to an en- enter an award, um, be careful not to be a serial loser because that can have <laughs> quite the opposite effect. And what I mean by that is if you were to enter... <laughs> Um, no one's going to enter now. <laughs> no, no, a serial loser is different to a loser. So um, <laughs> if you were to enter a, an awards, uh, like a local awards, for example, don't go entering like all the categories. Um, because if, uh, if, you end, if you end up losing in all those categories, you're going to have a terrible night to start with. <laughs> and, and just obviously that, that kind of puts you down across the board. You know, you're not, you're not excelling in anything. So my advice would be only to ever enter two or three categories, three mm. absolute maximum. Um, I'd say really only two. Um, because if you, you don't win those couple, that, that's fine. You know, mm. that's, that's not that you're terrible at everything. <laughs> but you enter like seven different categories and you, you miss on all of them. You know, that's, that's going to hurt. So, so yeah, don't, don't be a serial loser. And equally, if you've been entering awards for like uh, many years running, um, even if you win, my advice would be not to enter the following year and the following year and the following year, like maybe like every other year or something like that right. to kind of keep your, um, your name up there. But I don't know, I might be completely wrong on this, but I have a personal thing that people aren't going to keep choosing the same person over yeah, and over yeah, again. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've, I think now is actually a really good time to be looking at awards to, um, like get your like award calendar yes exactly sorted out for the next 12 months or so just purely because the likelihood of it being a staged event in some venue is really small it's mm. probably not being factored into a lot of the award organizers planning mm. so they're, they're probably more they're probably more inclined to do it online and because there is some there's something nice about going to an award ceremony and we've been invited to a few over the years where our businesses or individually we've been in, um, 
would be nominated in some way, shape or form. And they're great in one sense because you get the champagne and you often have to wear the tux and all this kind of stuff. And you get three course meal, yeah, and you have to, and you sit around with the other nominees for different awards and it's a great networking experience and everything else. On the other side of it, it sucks when you lose, or it <laughs> sucks when you lose to somebody like that might be a competitor or something like that. That really sucks. And and it's it just seems to be magnified i mean it's great when you win well sometimes it sucks when you win though if you don't want to go up and say anything you're like oh no i've got to go on stage (laughs) yeah as as, if you're dipping your awards is something that's entirely new to you um as an adult in business and it's and it's something you've not considered before i'd say now is a perfect time to dip your toe in the water in it and get get your experience up and everything else because yeah the chances of you having to find a tux or a nice dress and have to turn up at these venues is very small right now it's less it? yeah well only in the uk i suppose because oh, yeah. everywhere else it's other countries are a bit more open at the moment um so there's there's also people out there that can help you with awards so if if you're um not sure how to enter you know um a, a normal thing is you 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 know you, you're asked for a huge amount of information and supporting material and evidence, etc., in order to, to win the award, um, or or at least kind of work your way up the semi-finals, finals, etc. Mm. Um, and that can be intimidating, but there's actually companies out there that are very familiar with writing award entries, and they know exactly what what to put and how to give you the best chance of winning. I'll put these in the notes, but um, awardspeople.co.uk, awardsforce.com and awardsintelligence um, are all companies that can help you kind of navigate your way through awards. They will also also help you to identify what good, what awards to enter for your business as well. Yeah, yeah and now is definitely, if you're, in the, if you're listening to this and you're in the events industry, now is definitely a great time to be mapping that out because a lot of your competition will be just sat on their hands. Right now we're talking mm-hmm. about, we're doing this recording in, in March of 2021. In the UK, the, 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 there's no real idea that we're going to be properly open until June. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of people in the events industry that are just wondering whether they want to carry on mm-hmm. or, or out of business altogether and everything else. But if you can do something really positive like investing time and energy in awards, you'll get the march on a lot of these. As yeah. an entry in your niche... And the chances are that you'll have way more chance of success. Well, and it also gives you something positive to shout about, which is what mm. everyone's looking for at the moment um, after a tough year. And include the travel industry as well, I would advise, um, is, a, is a good one to, if, if you're in the travel industry, to be looking at awards. Because when travel comes back fully, you know, you're the one that can say award-winning venue or award-winning location or award-winning yeah. uh, agent, travel agent or yeah. whatever it is. You know, it's it's that's... Um, how you can come out, come out front and centre. Yeah, and you've got to be, as a business owner, this is, this is one of your responsibilities, right? Raising the, your company's profile and, and getting recognition opens the door to other things that might not be immediately obvious to you today, right? So mm-hmm. it might be that in 12 months' time, 24 months' time or whatever it is, you're looking for investment. Yeah. It's like you're in a way stronger position if you've got all of these awards that you've been recognised for. Like, there may have been a a process that you've had to go through to get those awards that's felt a bit like kind of marketing 
whatever to, to, to get those. But it doesn't matter. The impact's the same. Yeah. At the other well, side. and there's also companies that, you know, want to partner with people and they will search through award winners. Yeah. They're only interested because for their own brand reasons, you know, they yeah. want to partner with award winners. So they will, they will look at the history of awards and be like, ah, okay, right, well, we'll approach these people first. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. um, it's, it, it's a definitely good thing to do. There are cautions, which we've mentioned. So, um, do take them, um, just well, don't be too cynical. Like yeah, I, yeah. I can be very cynical yeah. about because I look at the business strategy for most of this and that, and, and I'm like, well, why are they doing this? And what's what's the well, metric they're measuring? See, I, I think you should be cynical with it because there's enough award, decent awards out there that you don't need to be entering the suspect ones. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it's looking at their track record and yeah. just seeing who the previous winners were, what was there, because, I mean, if you. If you if if part of your regular marketing process, you might because PR should absolutely be part of your monthly, weekly process in your business, yeah. right? Whether that's you raising your profile on behalf of your business or you doing activities that raises your business's profile, yeah. and you get the benefit of that. that well, some of it but, can be so simple, you know, the Theo one, um, Theo one was is as simple as sending a tweet. Um, you may have to send that tweet every week for a year before yeah, he notices yeah. you, but it's it's what two minutes of your time yeah. on a Sunday evening. So so do that, and then I mean we got extra um, benefits from from that because we we ended up doing Theopathetes' events uh, with the photo booth. We met him in person. We've got um, testimonials from him that carried us through on many. Well, occasions. I was emailing him personally. Yeah. Um, not that long ago. Yeah. Just say um just. I was just reaching out saying thank you for... Because his, his influence on, like, our thinking exactly, in the business and Exactly, that's the other thing else, it does, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was... It, it really helped shape, okay, well, the, our direction and everything yeah. else. And it was inadvertently. It wasn't... He, he wasn't deliberately trying to do that. No. It was just... It does increase the network that you have yeah. of, of and the calibre of individuals in your life. Well, we also got work from some of his team, didn't we, as mm-hmm. well? Um, a couple of people that work quite closely with him, they booked us for their events. And yeah. So, yeah, you know, it had an amazing knock-on effect. Well, still today, you you were being reached out by his team this morning about a clubhouse that you're running later today yeah. Yeah. where they want to get involved in your clubhouse. Yeah, exactly. Room, and, yeah. and we're... As I say, like eight years down the road, yeah, nine, and there's yeah, still nine years down the road. Yeah, and there's still benefits. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're definitely worth it. You just need to kind of schedule the time in. If it's not going to be you personally, it could be one one of your um, team members' jobs to do. You know, enter awards or send out tweets or whatever it is. Um, and but just make it part of of your your overall strategy. I think is really important. Yeah, yeah, because I think we can spend a lot of time as business owners scratching heads going, oh, how shall I get sales and how shall I do this? And do I spend more money on AdWords or do I, and all this kind of stuff. And we completely forget that actually there's this other profile raising exercise mm-hmm. that we can do that doesn't directly give us sales, but it does pay us back dividends. Yeah. yeah. And social proof is so important at the moment. Like we've said about testimonials and that in previous episodes, it's um, with us all being so online at the moment because yeah. of COVID it's really difficult for um, you know Joe Blogs to to um, distinguish you between another business. So they're looking for testimonials. They're looking for things that stand out, like awards, PR articles, blog articles. You know things that you've been involved with. They're looking for those differentiators. Well, and if you've been in the events business or an industry like the events industry, which has effectively been shut down for the last twelve months in the UK, um, then you haven't got events to shout about because yeah. you're not delivering them. And there's only so many times you can write a post going, 
this is how you deliver the perfect photo booth hire and all this kind of yeah. stuff before everyone's like, oh, whatever. But, um, yeah, an award gives you that positive content, that positive thing to say so you are very much in business yeah. and here to stay. So Yeah, absolutely. So hope that's been helpful. We're back, mm. season two, episode We're one definitely one. back, yes. <laughs> so excuse the delay, guys, but, yeah, we're back as normal. So have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.